and acknowledge you as the almighty God, as our savior, as our healer, as our provider, as our father. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this atmosphere. Speak to our hearts. Let there be transformation. Let it be renewal of mind. Touch us, Lord. Touch us, Lord. Let your word penetrate every area of our lives. And because we came into your house today, may our lives never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. When I get to heaven, I have questions for God. Because, you see, we all heard it. Immediately, Reverend remembered all of it. And every country we have gone to, within a few weeks, it's like he's able to speak the language and find us. You know, and then he can also play all instruments and he can do all kinds of things. And I'm just thinking that God, you see, at least give everybody share, you know. Even if I can't play instruments, let languages, you know, come. languages not good, music not good, singing not good. That is where you know the mighty hand of God is able to do all things. So when we get to it, how many of you are like me that you can see that talent-wise, Oh, God bless you for your truthfulness. So all of you are saying that you have talent. May the Lord expose you. And then my next question is that if you have talent, why are you not using it in the house of God? Yes, because I don't have any talent and I am working for God. And you have talent and what are you using it for? Yeah, yeah. I am totally talentless. Can't act. Can't. Yeah. Even dancing, it was recently that grace fell. That is why I'm standing here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And you know what? For a very long time, my talking got me into so much trouble. Not knowing God was grooming it for preaching and for his word. Yeah, yeah. My talking God. So when you have talking as a talent, you have to ask for grace to know when to talk. Hey, even in university, you know, a lecturer was teaching and then asked, drew something and wanted people to say what it was, and they were saying, you know, tangents and angles, you know, O is at the center from O to A, O to D. If you don't have math, in it, just focus, you, you get it somehow, you know. And then he was about to say, he was saying something, and everybody was laughing. And he was asking, why are you put laughing? And everybody was quiet, but yours truly had a response and tried to explain to the lecturer why everybody was laughing. And it was only after I said it and we left that I was told that, do I know that that offend somebody in the class and the person did not speak to me for four years till we finished university and then when I discovered it I actually went to him said I said I am sincerely sorry and you know what he said he said after staying with me in the same uh, year university for a while he realized that it was not my fault <laughs> so he has forgiven me yeah all of us say I have a talent that God can use yeah, that God can use. Find it. It might be difficult, but eventually you find it. And those of you who have obvious talent, don't also be proud. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just for a few minutes, we are just going to continue to have a look at the Lord, our amplifier. You know, this is a month of righteousness and holiness. On Wednesdays, we are looking at righteousness. Hopefully from next week, we are going to delve into holiness you know, I was told that as soon as you're preaching about holiness, people don't want to come to church. But trust me, it is not what you are thinking. 
Yeah, how many of us were in church on Wednesday and realized that it's not what you're thinking? Yeah, righteous, it's not what you're thinking. Yeah, it's not what you're thinking. It's not what you're thinking. It's not what you're thinking. It's not what, sometimes some of you, somebody is looking at you and you think the person likes you, but it's not what you're thinking. It's not, it's, it's not what you're thinking. Yeah, that Nando's they brought to your house, it's not what you're thinking. It wasn't about you, it was about your housemate. Hey, listen. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not what you are thinking. thinking. Yeah. Righteousness, or it's not what you are thinking. But before we, we settle into it, we have to appreciate that the Lord is our amplifier. The Lord is the one who makes difficult things easier, who makes the little we do look big. Amen. Who gives us grace. Who gives us grace. Who turns people who are talentless into good preachers. How many of you know I'm a good preacher? Oh, yeah. If you didn't know, let me introduce you. <laughs> yes, once upon a time, you know, I used to, when someone says, oh, Reverend, I like your message, I used to, oh, no, 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 to God be the glory. And I still say that, but I realize that I also have to acknowledge that it's true. Because if you don't acknowledge that it's true, nobody may acknowledge it for you. Those of you who have been waiting for somebody to say you are beautiful, please, can you start saying you are beautiful? Look in the mirror and say you are beautiful. Look in the mirror and say you are handsome. Yeah, but please, dress well too. Because we are praying for you to get a wife. We are praying for you to get a husband. But sometimes, even when we tell a sister that, we tell a sister that, what do you think about this brother? Then the sister is like, oh, pastor. Why? Why? <laughs> I know you don't like me, but please. Yeah. So sometimes we have to also encourage you. Yeah. We had a law lecturer. He used to like pink suit with some trousers, uh, some shoe. And then he always had the socks was, that was a totally different color. I didn't used to understand. Then later on, I realized that, that the socks was the referee between the shoe and the... I don't want you, you know, when the lady see you, they feel like your socks is... Say the Lord, my amplifier. But you see, it is only God that even when you don't dress well, he will still find grace. <laughs> yeah. Still find grace. Anyway, how many of you know that next Sunday we are celebrating Reverend's birthday? Reverend's birthday is on Friday, and next next Sunday we are celebrating it. Yeah, we are. Listen, if you don't like celebrations, it means you don't want to go to heaven. Heaven is just full of celebration. That from morning to night, all we do is worship and enjoy, isn't it? That place, no more tears, no more sorrow. Everything is gone. So next week we are celebrating, you know, lover of my soul. Yes. I tell you, the one in whom my soul loveth. Tell you, yeah. A, a few years ago, we had this really nice sister who I was also trying. I was saying that this brother is nice. She would say no. This brother is nice. She would say no. This I said, hey. Then she, one day, Reverend, I was saying that she came and she said, I want somebody like Reverend. I said, have you seen his picture? Have you seen how? We, all of us were before that today you are saying that you, you have to go and find your own and then begin to work on it from scratch to back. Don't even go there at all. Don't try. All of you, you like ready-made, ready-made. You have to go and take your own. And then, ah, yesterday, yesterday I saw Reverend and, you know, he had gone to play golf and when he came by, he was just looking sharp, 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 sharp. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'm sorry. If this is your first time in this, uh, we are really serious people. And actually, we, we really, we are, we are very, very serious. But today, we are celebrating life. We are celebrating who we are. We are celebrating family. We are celebrating all of us. We are yeah, if we, you know, sometimes I tell the people in the church that I'm sure you would have prepared to have a different kind of first lady, you know, who was very first lady. You know, she put her bag on her hand, very dainty. Then you're going to get a first lady, you know. But it's your portion, and you have to celebrate it and love it as it is and enjoy it because this, this is the one that the Lord has, you know. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday I went for a meeting somewhere, and um, they said the meeting was all day. So I assumed that if people are going to come for a meeting from morning till night, you would expect them to wear very comfortable clothes. Oh, yeah. You would expect that they have a whole day meeting. They'll wear comfortable clothes, and you also expect that there'll be a level of freedom. So I was even going at the very tail end of the meeting. So I thought, okay, let's, let me also blend in. So I, I wore what I thought was comfortable, which was comfortable for me. And then as soon as I opened the door, I realized that, hey, Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. I realized that, hey, the thing is serious. <laughs> I tell you, and because of the way... Um, everybody was serious. Obviously, the ashes or the ladies also saw me say, oh, this one, she's nobody in particular, please. Like, uh, I, I tell you, so I had to go and collect my chair from somewhere and find somewhere to sit. So later when the pastor came and said, <laughs> later on the pastor, you see, scripture says that when you go somewhere, sit at the back so that they'll bring you to the front. Don't go and sit in front in case they come and call you to go to the back. <laughs> so when they, they brought me to the front, and they brought me to the very front. Ah, you were there. Where, where, where is he? You were there, isn't he? Yeah. They brought me to the very front. So after the church, the lady who made me sit at the corner came. She said, Reverend. I said, me, Reverend. <laughs> I look very nice here. Thank you, my son. God bless you. Yeah. You see, Reverend taught us this thing that it's not what you wear. It is who you are. You, you make things what they are. It doesn't matter whether it's Primark, whether it's Primano, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You make it. Lord, the Lord amplifies everything. The Lord amplifies everything. The Lord amplifies everything. The Lord amplifies everything. Some of us, we are not very pleasant, but just because you are now a child of God, you will appear as somebody very nice. You will appear as somebody, you will begin to love people, like people, accommodate people, allow people into your space. Even though naturally you may not have that. See that the little, and that's the difference between a singer and an anointed minister. One can sing well. But one can bring the Holy Spirit down. And every Christian must be able to worship God with the voice you have. It's not the voice. It's the spirit behind the voice. If Christ is inside the voice, it will be amplified. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If Christ is inside what you're doing, it will do well. You cannot be a child of God and just be doing things without the grace that God has given to you. Allow God to amplify things. I tell people all the time that marriage is complicated, it's difficult, it's that, it's that, whatever. But if God is in it, it will always work well. 
it will always work well. Yeah, you look at me, you can see that I'm crazy. In a, a four weeks or so time, I would have been married for 24 years. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's true that Reverend is a strong man, is there, is there, but I believe that grace has also added to, to it. Yeah. It's your bed. Hey, now this week you can't handle it. Then next week you can't go because next week. <laughs> Anybody who has a story to share about Reverend, please bring it next week. You have one, isn't it? Yes, yes. You bring two. When you finish, you know the week after will also come. Let's read a scripture. Let's read Nehemiah. Today I want to just give us a few pointers to add. Last week we were looking about the value, that the fact that your worship must be amplified. We're looking at the fact that when the Lord is your amplifier, he multiplies, you know, he enlarges what you do. I also believe that when the Lord is your amplifier, you will have greater understanding. You will have greater understanding. You will have a better understanding. Nehemiah 8 verse 8, the Bible says that, So they read from the book of the law of God, distinctly, faithfully, amplifying and giving the sense so that the people understood the reading. Amen. I believe that everything rests on the foundation of the word that we have understood. Because what you have understood is what you can apply consistently. What you have understood is what you can apply. The reason why sometimes our faith is wavy and our, you know, our trust in God is because you haven't understood. You haven't understood. When you've understood, when you have understanding, you will apply things well. See that the world has still not understood COVID. So they are doing, eh, it's not, it's not, it is, it, it's not, it's not. We don't have much understanding. But the area of our understanding will reflect in our manifestation. Because if we are pleading with you, forgive, 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 forgive. It means you haven't understood the value of forgiveness. When you have understood the value of forgiveness, we don't have to have a series have to have um, counseling for 200 days before you forgive your friend, forgive your wife, forgive your husband. It means you haven't understood the value of forgiveness. When you have understood it, you will go out of your way. Because there are some of us, we are determined that the person we are quarreled with will stay quarreled. This is not one person that I will ever forgive. When you find yourself saying that, you should realize that you don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. When you are a Christian and a few things don't go well and suddenly you want to cut God out, it means you don't understand. It means you don't understand. Because when you understand, you realize that all things work together. He didn't say good things work together. He said all things, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. It is not scriptural that nothing bad will happen to you or come your way. It is scriptural that in that bad situation, you will never be alone. And in that bad situation, you will come out as the conqueror. That's why in Nehemiah 8, verse 6, the Bible is saying that, And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with faces to the ground. It means that you can, there are a lot of things that we can do just as ritual. 
you know, the Lord bless you. Amen. You know, we are coming into a time of worship. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up. You haven't understood. When you've understood, nobody is going to tell you lift up your hands. Nobody is going to say respond to the word. Amen. May we have greater understanding. May we have greater understanding of our faith. Of our faith. Don't be a communal Christian. Don't be a communal Christian. Yeah, you see, we have community Christians. We are all, we are all Pentecostal. We are all charismatic. We are all Catholics. We are all uh, whatever. We are all, we are all, we are. You can easily get lost in the midst of the we are all. That is why sports like tennis, they expose. Because it's just you and the ball. <laughs> you can either play or you cannot play. Okay, Reverend says boxing. I hear somebody was boxed. Do you, hey, those of you who like boxing, eh, I keep praying for you. Because who are those who enjoy seeing people being beaten? Which means that in another life, you would have desired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they say it's a sport. A sport, when there's hurt, is accidental. What kind of sport is it that deliberate beating and then people stand? Cha, cha, one more, one more, one more, one more. He'll be down. He'll be down. Then when the person, when the person finishes, when the person finishes and the person has been beaten and they're being interviewed, say, wow, that was a good fight. I don't have understanding. You see what happens when you don't have understanding? I don't have understanding boxing, but from the outward, it just doesn't make sense that why should you bleed to the point of then we stop the match. You say, okay, now you, you have lost. They are beating you well, well, well. Come and get a few million pounds. But it's a sport that a lot of people like, isn't it? Yeah. And it's one man sport. You can't say that, you know, number two, come and take over. Number three, you have to stay in the you know, but as for football, we can all behave as if we are playing some, and then we are not playing anything till we have penalties. Then we we'll see that, oh, actually, you couldn't kick anything. And we should see our Christian life the same way. Today, we have celebrated. We are all different, whatever. But when ultimately, you are a child of God. Yes, we are children, and that is why when you go through scripture, you can say, we see the Lord our God, the Lord their God, the Lord my God. So sometimes you have to identify your personal position and level in Christ. Can't always be community, because when it's community, when the community tears apart, you're torn. That is why when it comes to your salvation and work with God, it's an individual affair. Tell somebody it's an individual affair. Listen, I don't even care who brought you to this church. When a person starts misbehaving, you know, you have to do a Michael Jackson. Just slide back and then pray for them. Yeah. When you find yourself saying that if you are leaving the church, me too, I'm leaving the church, then you see that you're in trouble. Because you don't know where they are taking you to. Waterless places. It's the same thing. Oh, we all go to church, so we can all smoke this. We can all... Everybody and the grace they are carrying.
Today is Sunday, and this guy too has his uh, camera on me. But sometimes there's no clinical example that can work except the obvious ones. Sometimes you you have gone to have sex once and then you get HIV. They have been having sex, serial partners, standing strong. Kai, 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 kai. It is not a community thing. It is not a community thing. It is not. How many know that there are people who took drugs and were able to come off it? How many know that there are people who took drugs and they are in the mental institution? It is not a communal thing. I feel like I'm preaching to somebody today. Listen, your faith is an individual thing. Somebody may choose to backslide and get another opportunity to come back. And you don't know yours. You might backslide and not make it again. That is why even when you are taking counsel, you have to be careful where you are taking the counsel from. Because as the person is telling you that, as for me, I don't tolerate nonsense. When my husband talks, I talk. When my wife, I talk. You to go and stand there and talk and talk. Then when they talk, they, they are able to reconcile. You to you go and talk, talk. Then one day you realize that they have divorced you. And then you will see your friend. And then they are having their wedding anniversary. Yeah. It's an individual affair. When God is speaking to you about something, just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Just listen. Somebody say expansion and reinforcement. Expansion and reinforcement. When the Lord is your amplifier, he will reinforce things. What am I talking about? It means that he will cause things not to collapse, not to crack. Not to tear, not to break down, not to be defeated. <laughs> Amen. Ephesians 3, the Bible says in verse 16, May he grant you out of the rich treasure of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. For those of us who are in the construction um, industry, I'm sure Uncle Fred will be able to appreciate that when you're laying either walls, tiles, floors, whatever, you have to take into consideration the fact that there are movements that will create expansion at some point in the life of the floor or the wall or whatever. And so they have to lay certain joints to accommodate that future expansion or contraction. Do you understand? And normally you come to realize that this can be caused, whether you like it or not, heat can create that. Time can create that. Movement in the ground can create that. And all these things are things that happen in our lives too. Heat will be applied to our life. Yeah, sometimes we are expanding, sometimes we are contracting. Sometimes things are good, sometimes things are not so good. Sometimes life's issues will happen to us and just unsettle us. And that is where you need Christ to be at the center, holding everything together, reinforcing who you are. A building that is reinforced will not easily collapse because the reinforcement makes the building stronger. 
a child of God who has Christ at the center, at the back, at the front, at the side, will not easily collapse. Let us not become seasonal Christians. Let us not serve God when things are just okay. Let us not be there and our faith be strong because we don't have problems. Whether we have problems or we don't have problems, we need Christ at the center of our lives. We need Christ at the center of our lives. Yeah. We are becoming more and more fleshy, which means that everything is based on how we are feeling. I feel like going to church. You know, today church was really nice. You don't come to church because church was really nice. You come because you want to hear the word of God. You come because you want to serve in the house of God. Yeah, you wake up in the morning, you don't get up to pray because you have problems. You wake up to pray because that's the first person you have to speak to before you get out of the house. When you're going to bed, you pray not because you want to clear all the issues you had. No, because you are grateful that God took you through the day and has made you see the night. And even for you to have a safe sleep without all the apes and animals and things worrying you and coming to torture you through, through the night. You have to realize that it is God who puts the thing in the middle there and causes you to face your current challenges, your future challenges. Tell somebody, my life is being enforced, reinforced. My life is being reinforced. In this COVID season, people's faith has been shaken. We are, our faith has been shaking. In fact, I heard a man of going saying that most of these prophets, they shouldn't speak again. Shouldn't speak again. Oh, they, are speak, they shouldn't speak. But that is because of how we have even understood some of these things. Some of us don't know. Is it going? Is it not going? Is COVID coming back? Will it come back? Is it over? Is it this? Is it this? Is it from the devil? Is it from this? Is it from here? Is it from that? Is it from that? You see, if you're a child of God, all those things become totally irrelevant so long as Christ is in the middle of this storm with you. What did the songwriter say? Will your uncle in the storms of life? You didn't go to Methodist school. Will your uncle not amen? We have an uncle that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll. Fasten to the rock which cannot move. Let me give us this last one, then we are going home. Isaiah 9. When Christ is in the center, when Christ is your reinforcement, when Christ is your amplifier, even the bad situations, the challenges, they become fuel for the fire. I tell you. You know, we have this expression that we say, what have you been through? What have you survived? But the reality is that sometimes your scars are a reflection of your strength. Any marriage that has not had issues, they don't know whether the marriage is strong or not. Don't know. It is the fire that came into the marriage that has made you know that this is a strong marriage. 
those who have friendships that they've had friendships for a long time, the person has been their friend for a long time. One of the reasons why that friendship has been sustained is what they have been through. Isaiah 9, the Bible says in verse 2, I'll read up to 5 and then we're going. It says that the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. And I believe that is talking to us, isn't it? Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has been shined. May the light of God shine upon you. May your eyes be open to see the great light. It says that you have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest. The Lord has increased our joy. And so we have to rejoice before him. I pray that I can leave this with you. That as you go through the week, listen, if work is challenging, school is challenging, whatever is challenging, you have to remember that there is a Christ who will still increase your joy and there is still a reason to rejoice. There, you see, it was one of the things that when I got married, I, I believe that I caught it from my husband and I learned it. And he used to explain to me that your anxiety is a reflection of your lack of faith. Because the reason why you are being so anxious is because you don't think God will come through. You don't think God can solve this problem. You don't think God can help your child. You don't think God can help your finances. You don't think God can help you. But when you have faith in God, you can sustain your joy throughout the season. They rejoice before you according to the joy. As men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder. The rod of his oppressor as in the day of Midian. One of the things we have to realize is that God will give us victory despite our weaknesses. Despite our helplessness. God will do it. When he says that as in the day of the Midian. When you read your Bible, you realize that when Gideon had to go to war, Gideon was the least among the least among the least. And he was even trying to gather soldiers plenty and God was like, nope, just a few, let's go. And he still gave him victory. Who you are, what you are, where you are at, it's enough for God to do all that he wants to do with you. For every warrior sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. God will use everything you have been through. It says that their garments rolled in blood. Things have battered us. Things have boxed us. Some of us have bled, toiled, sweat. God will use it as he brings you to a place of rest. As he brings you to a place of victory. I pray, my prayer for all of us, that when you are going through a challenging season, you remember who is standing in the fire with you. Who is fighting your battle for you. When you see your neighbor going through something, you will also remember that this person will still survive. This person will still come through. May we not be a church that when somebody is backsliding, we immediately write the person off. We immediately cross out the person. We immediately despise the person. May we not be a church 
cannot absorb people. When God has absorbed us, when God has embraced us, when God has had mercy on us, we have to remember that even the junk, God has used for it.